Yes, hello, it is me, Evil Jeff, and today I am going to read Brett's future using the tarot cards. Are you ready? Yes, yes, I've never done this before. All right, I'm going to flip over two cards, and they will tell you your past and your future. All right, so I'm going to flip over the first card, Mm -hmm. and it is the lovers. It says, in the past... You are a whore. Uh, it literally says that? Yes, yes. So in the past, you were a giant whore. All right, but what does your future hold? And your future holds... All right, here we go. What? This isn't a... This is so weird. I have never seen this card before. What is it? What does it say? I don't know. It's just a 300-pound man sitting in front of a Netflix, like watching Netflix, binge-watching Netflix over and over. 300 pounds of muscle? No. Let me flip another card over. Yeah, maybe that just... Oh my god, I've never seen this card before either. What? Don't you do this all the... What is it? Um, this one just says, uh... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just you mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're doing a number two. I'm so sorry. I don't know why this is happening. But I guess in the future you're gonna get fat and have IBS. There you go. Everybody and welcome to episode 143 of Comic Book Warriors Legacy. I am your host, Brett, although not for much longer. <laughs> and with me, as always, is Evil Jeff. How dare you? Oh, hello. We know that can't Hi. be true because you've always been stick thin. Not true. Um, I'm not true. The, were I, ever, I have. Were you ever portly? Uh, no, I was never. Oh my god, no. Uh, but I, um, I put on some pounds <laughs> during the pandemic. Oh, me too. Yeah. I lost yeah. and then gained. Oh, I just gained slowly and steadily. Yeah. So I'm trying to bike it off. Bike it off. Get um, rid of it. But yeah, just take a big bike off of it. So yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well, maybe I'll lose weight from all the pooping who knows yay but speaking of tarot cards i think that's a good segue into our first segment hit it i want your ex come on it's funny every time we finally got to read the free comic book day X-Men issue. How about that? They released it digitally. Ooh. And that's why we did a tarot card opening. Did I end that bit at the right time, Evil Jeff? You did. Okay, good. <laughs> good, good, good. I, I like always, you know, you, it's a skill to know when to pull lights, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Did you ever do that when you were doing improv? Oh, when I ran my improv theater for five years? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
that was my first times. job interning at Improv Olympics at IO. Uh, every Saturday night, I was in the back theater and I got to pull, like I did the lights. And it was a really good it's training high to pressure. learn being like, and because either you're watching a brilliant team and you're like, oh, when's the perfect time? Or when do you put a bad team out of its misery? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, or sometimes they're talking about harder. Hitler. I'm calling pulling the lights. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes it's a lot harder to put a bad team out of their misery because you want them to at least like get some kind of house laugh that you can pull lights on. But it just it's just never going to happen. Yeah. So then you wait for a callback. That never happens. Yeah. Uh, anyway, That's the crazy thing is, is that when it's a bad scene, there's not going to be a button to end on. Cause no, because it just bad. goes on forever. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no story structure to it. Yeah. But there's structure to this. We're going to talk about X-Men first. Starting oh, with, with Free Comic Book Day, X-Men. Preview of um, X-Ten What do you think? Did it titillate you? It was essentially like a teaser for Ten of Swords. Um, Were you titillated? I'm titillated, but it's definitely vague enough that I still was like, I I don't, I have no idea what any of this means. I'm titillated, but I feel like I could have been titillated more if there was some more, some more juicy stuff in there. But yeah, that's what I mean. What? It all seemed very vague. It was like, look, yeah. here's Storm in an outfit. I'm like, what does this mean? It's Storm wearing an outfit. <laughs> I mean, the most titillation we got is that, well, it said there's going to be someone's going to betray and then someone is going to die, but we knew they were going to die. Like, what does that mean? What does that yeah. mean? Yeah. So the betray, a lot of people apocalypse? are saying that the lady. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or Storm, because a lot of people are saying this Eight of Cups lady is Storm. Is you saying that she's going to turn evil? Yeah. Well, I guess we haven't had an evil storm yet. Uh, I, Dracula? That does. I'm just pretending that did not happen. That never that happened. That was awful. Um, but I do like the idea of an Omega level storm where suddenly they're like, oh shit, we have to fight storm. Kind of like yeah. season six, like ever in Buffy where they all had to fight Willow at the end. And they're like, oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when they all had to fight Gene. Yeah, we all have to fight our best friend. <laughs> just, yeah. So here's a, you know, it might not be Storm. This, the Eight of Cups lady uh, in advertisements for Ten of Swords, she's listed as classified. They won't reveal her name. Okay. Do you want to hear my crackpot theory? Do you want to hear the craziest theory? I would love to hear the craziest theory. Eight of Cups classified lady, Stormbreaker lady, who feels like a lady apocalypse. Like she feels kind of Moira-ish. You from that timeline. You think it's a Moira? No. Oh, okay. I was like, isn't she black? Weirder. Who? I think it's Stevie. Hunter. I think it's I think it's Stevie. No. <laughs> I think it is X23, Darwin, and Sync. Wait, what? Right? What all three of them together? Yeah. Like merged? Yeah, they got merged in the vault. That's and then crazy. sent back in time. Yeah. That's <sighs> what? Yeah, I right? will say, when are they going to follow that up? <laughs> Maybe we're looking at her. Okay. Plus, <laughs> just I would like to just throw out there, can we get a Moira appearance? Can we get some Moira? I want to see some Moira just at some point, please. Anyway, um, that could be it. That could be it. But it looks like Apocalypse is playing a major role, and he has his weird Apocalypse team. 
his original horsemen and a team of X-Men. Yeah, who's on this Apocalypse team in the Hanged Man tarot card? And I will say, so as someone who reads tarot cards, the Hanged Man does not mean sacrifice. The Hanged Man just means being stuck and trapped in a situation you can't get out of. Oh. But whatever, they're taking liberties. Anyway, so that looks like Richter, Glob, Trinary, Havoc, Beast, Banshee, Angel, and Polaris. Yeah. All right. All right. Maybe Glob is the one to die. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) No one I wish, though. Glob and Quentin Choir have never talked, like, since... Yeah, I feel like they haven't talked since uh, the since Grant Morrison's X Men run. Yeah, when they almost destroyed the school together. Yeah, they were like bad guys together. I would love for them to like, hey, remember that? (laughs) They were on kick. But that was the other thing is uh, 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 Saturnin is the one reading these tarot cards. She looks fabulous, by the way. Can there be an Emma Emma Frost Saturnin like shopping spree fight? At mm-hmm. some point in the future. Like there's only one white outfit left in the shop. Yeah, because they, they are both, kind they of like two it. rich, bitchy white women. Yeah. Fighting. The two Karens. <laughs> <laughs> Such Karens. <sighs> uh, well, it's all very intriguing. I am titillated. And then, oh my God, there's a new, there's a preview for a new event called Dark Ages after that. Which I guess is going to be the thing after Empire. <sighs> So what is Marvel that? Wide. What is it? What is it leading up to? Do you think? Dark. It, what do you mean? Do you think like what the empire mean? does something bad and then oh, oh and now everyone's living in like a dark age? Like Maybe. what? Actually, I didn't read the con. Like, did you read what actually happened? What, what did it look like? It no, was setting up? Uh, Iron Man gets like gravely injured because uh, it looks like there's just a blackout all over Manhattan. Oh. What is this like that? Remember when uh, in the 90s when the Thursday night lineup, like all the Thursday night NBC <laughs> shows had a yes! blackout? It's basically they're copying that. But instead it's of Chandler getting caught in an ATM with a model, it'll be <laughs> it'll be Tony so Stark. Yeah, it's Iron Man falling out of the sky and he crashes into an airplane that's falling out of the sky because everything goes dark. Ooh. No power. Um, and that happens. I woke up. In the middle of the Harlem outage a few days ago. Right. They do say that they do say there's a chance that the sun could fart a crazy big magnetic pulse. And if it farts the right way and hits the earth, that everything will be wiped out. All of our data on our hard drives will all be wiped out. Yep. We'd be Mm, fucked. Farts the right way. Nothing like that. Anyway. But let's um, keep talking about X-Men. Yeah. What do we go to next? Do you wanna do you wanna just hit um speaking of Emma looking all regal, do you wanna hit Deadpool number six by Kelly Thompson and Kevin Labranda? Let's do it. Let's do it. Deadpool wants on Krakoa. And Deadpool somehow is now the king of Staten Island. And yeah. he's like, why does he have all these monster people with him? I'm they, not reading so evidently, the other ones. Yeah, evidently the monsters had legal claim to Staten Island, <laughs> to that land, and they were granted it. So now Staten Island in the Marvel Universe is nothing but slimy, gross monsters, much like the real world. And <laughs> and the people from um, What We Do in the Shadows. The vampires. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Staten Island is the worst place. So he leaves Staten Island because he thinks he has a rightful place on Krakoa because he's a friend of the X-Men. And so he sneaks in through a mutant named Jelby, who's pretty much like gelatinous like Lob Herman, who can swallow anything. Yeah. And hide it within his body. They said he's an infinite swallower. And then I immediately, (laughs) my mind went a bad place. Well, I think it was supposed to. And he shows up. Um, and then, of course, he's breaking the fourth wall, talking about how even though I'm not a mutant, I'm like the best movie from the X-Men movies. <laughs> right. So everyone thinks I am. Um, what what is his what is is he just a uh, is he a, like a X? What am I thinking of? Um, Weapon X? Weapon X? Yeah, he's part of the Weapon Plus program. Okay, but his healing powers are... Where did they come from then if it's not... Because in the X-Men movies, he's a latent mutant, and that's where it comes from. What does it come from in the comics? Just experimenting on him? All right. Yeah, I don't know. But he basically thinks that the Krakoa has the cure for cancer and can kind of cure him of all of his ills. Right. So that's why he wants to get there. like, we don't. Yeah, so he fights Uh, a bunch of people. Yeah. And then ends like up going to Emma. And then there's just this long conversation with him and Emma. And Emma wants to take the little shark pet. Which wasn't that uh, Gwenpool's shark? Yeah, I don't know why Deadpool has Jeff, the land shark, yeah. now. Uh, but wherever Kelly Thompson goes, who wrote this issue, Jeff the land shark goes. <laughs> <laughs> the true owner of Jeff the land shark is Kelly Thompson. Yeah, and basically uh, he... Emma's like, you know, we can't cure your cancer and you can come visit if you want, but... But you're not living here. Yeah. And so then he's like, well, fuck you. No mutants are allowed in Staten Island. And then Jeff barfs up a Krakoa flower. (laughs) Um, I love when Emma first sees Jeff the Landshark. She says, what is that thing? It looks like a fabulous handbag with legs and teeth. I must have it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She's the best. Oh, um, it's a fun issue. It's cute. It's silly. Yeah. And then Rogue is the one who calms him down, asks him to leave, says, like, you can come visit. Because Rogue and he had, had their, a fling. Had their moment. They had their thing. Um, what I love is that Deadpool keeps calling the X-Men fascists. And that's pretty funny because yeah. there is a corner of Twitter that says, well, I'm not reading these X-Men. They're fascists now. I'm not going to read a book about fascists. I'm like, okay. Get a dictionary. <laughs> oh, people just get pissed. They can't. People can't handle change. People can't handle that the X-Men are actually Antifa. <laughs> Don't anyway. say that out loud, Brett. We're going to get shut down and be marked a terrorist group by Donald Trump. Oh, no. <laughs> Good. Um, so overall, a pretty funny issue. Yes, but next we should go to uh, Giant Size X-Men. Yeah, let's do it because I have a lot to say. I hated this. I loved it more than anything. And I hated it because, and it's not even like I didn't mind. I didn't hate like the way it was written or what happens. I hate that it's ignoring the huge plot point of... How is he back? So my thing with this is there's 
I think there was a data page that had clues around Xavier in the protocols, but I don't want to see a story about that because it's like Xavier did this when he was in X's body and then he killed himself and he came back in a younger Xavier body. Like that's the story. That's I don't, I don't need to see that. Wait, but then what happened to Phantom X? It's so logistical. Did he just get his bot? Did he get, get resurrected too? Mind? Yeah. Because Xavier's mind was no longer in his body. So now it was his mind again. See, I think all of that is pertinent information that I would like to know. And if you're going to be referencing back all of these Grant Morris, I hate that it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to sit there and reference all of these little things from Grant Morrison's run. And then I'm going to fucking ignore the stuff that actually just happened with Phantom X. That annoys me. I don't think it's an ignoring. I mean, there were data pages in House of X that talked about what Xavier did in the protocols in the resurrections. And it was just like, he got out of that old body. He's in a new body. Okay. What <sighs> do you need? Do you need an Ikea manual? All right. Well, why do you Wait. like so much about this? Oh, it, cause it took one of my favorite stories from Morrison's run and gave it context and comedy. Yeah. It was great that he had done the mission with Wolverine and Cyclops countless times over countless decades. We find out that Phantom X is super old. We find out that Automaton is his genetic clone. Yeah, I guess that was never established before, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. That was great. The Rod Rice art, oh my god, it's so great. The art was very good. The art was very when good. When he brings the Hellfire Club. Oh, I just... I liked having Phantom X have a... I like seeing Phantom X have a history with icons in the Marvel Universe, from Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos to the Hellfire Club... Although so now me being up me being Mr. Pick 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 Picky, they were saying that the events that are happening now happened a decade after Grant Morrison's run, saying that ten years have passed, and that does not add up with the previous. Um, Wait, where do they say that? When it's when it's it's showing his uh, when it shows like the stuff going on with Cyclops and Wolverine, then when it goes to the present, it says a decade later. No, it's a, it says a decade after that. It's 10 years yeah. after he does the adventure with the Humongonauts. But it, no, it says a decade after that for all of them. Well, because it's starting at the Nick Fury thing. So it's starting in the 40s. No, that's what I mean. But even there's one where it shows the Cyclops thing, and then it says a decade after that. And then goes to the present. Get the fuck out of here. Not a decade later. It says not a decade later. Oh, it does? Oh, okay. Yes. All right, fine. Fighting with you is so taxing, Brett. When did things take place? How did that? Who cares? (laughs) Logistics. I care. I care. How old are they? Who cares? (laughs) I, there's a level of believability that I need for me to feel comfortable well, all I need is Phantom X bringing Monet, Dougie, and Storm to the world. <laughs> to cure Storm's weird machine disease. And so she showed... Now, here's the thing, though. So, what? how... The world goes faster than the actual world. Like, inside yeah. the world goes faster than what's happening on Earth. So, doesn't that mean she's just going to die faster? Uh, I don't know. 
But so the I vault was, works the same way. So I wonder if there's similar technology in the world in the vault. They're both like, time happens faster here. Oh, I guess that's true. Um, yeah, I wonder... Uh, yeah, I'm just very curious of like where all this is going to go. It's going to lead to Storm being a crazy... Evil person. Evil Lady Apocalypse Lady. <laughs> oh, God. Is she going to be like, I'm 9,000 year old Storm? She's going to be like that bitch in Superman 3 who turns into a robot. <laughs> did that, didn't that scare you as a kid? You it know what did. I'm talking about. The no, 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 it robot. did. No, because it was <laughs> it very... Did. It was very traumatic looking. Yes, it was horrible. Yeah. Like the wires go into her, like yeah. across her face and it was really bad. I forgot all about that trauma until you just me brought too. it up I, now. Me too. Until I thought of it happening to Storm. I was like, wait, where am I getting this meant? Oh my God. That movie is terrible. Even as a kid, I knew that movie was terrible. Oh my God. I just decided to look up like what that image looked like just to refresh myself. <laughs> oh no! And the first Wait, thing that comes up is Superman three computer turns ugly woman into freaky robot. <laughs> uh, ugly woman. Um. Oh my oh god! My I'm gonna god. look it up and freak out. This... I can't picture what it looks like. Oh my god! Ah, that's so hear... horrible. <laughs> She's like screaming. It's terrible. Here, can you hear it? I'm just like, oh my god, the special effects are so bad. Oh. <laughs> oh, this, the sounds are horrible. Oh, wow. It's way less traumatizing watching it with the best special um, effects. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> she looks, her hair, she looks like she's in The Cure. She looks like the lead singer of The Cure. Oh, oh my god, god. I think was, we're finally going to get over some trauma watching that was, this again and realizing okay, that, that stupid. It's weird, like, watching that being like, that really scared me as a kid. And now that is hilarious. It really scared me. I think I more just, as a kid, I was always traumatized by people getting killed or dying. Yeah, it's because it's horrible. And, like, we see that stuff way too much. Even in Umbrella Academy, which we'll talk about later. You know, I like, watched some... I watched this, uh, there was, uh, fuck, what was it called? There's one where it's like the a Sasquatch, um, what was it called? Fuck. It's uh, one of those stop animation movies that came out like last year. I think it won the Golden Globe for Best Animated Feature. Oh, okay. And it was like about a Sasquatch, like trying, to, or Bigfoot trying to find this family of Sasquatches. Yeah. In it, there's like the bad guys and I just wasn't prepared for, in a children's show. There was like the bad guys, and then there was like this nerdy guy that was like, like the the like the kind of like slave sidekick that was like, and I'm going to calculate things for you. They all fall off a bridge and get killed, and I was like, what? Oh, I wasn't expecting them all to die a horrible death, like in this children's thing. Like usually you expect the bad guy to like be arrested and be taken away, um, but no, they're all. I mean, it's one thing when you see like Gaston die. Or the cat yeah. from Cinderella because they're so evil. But this yeah, one guy, he it. was like a forced sidekick. And he ends up like falling to his death. And they're like, all right, bye. And I was like traumatized. I don't know. I get traumatized oh. by death, Brett. It's scary. Yeah, me. you should. It's horrible. It's horrible. We can't look at boobs, but we can watch people die over and over. Yeah. I will say Storm Better Not um, 
I, I don't better not go Vera from Superman three on us. Yeah. Plus I don't. Yeah. Oh my God. I would be so mad. Plus I don't want them to ruin her care. They are saying like her character will be permanently changed and that frightens me. I'm just saying yeah, they're going to be pulling. I don't want them to pull like they might be pulling like a Fred Angel Illyria bullshit on us. And although I loved Illyria, it's very risky to change a character that we love into something else. So I'm just very nervous. I'm nervous. You sh- I am too. Anyway. Not my precious Aurora. Let's end this with Empire X-Men number two. Yes, let's. Um, these horticulture ladies, I cannot get enough of them. I know. And there's a lot of hate for them online. I'm sorry. Why? I'm a horticulture stan. Why? I love them. They're hilarious. I love them. I love them. What do they call Angel? A fuck stick? Yeah, they're just like, hey, hot stuff. Here's some drugs to make <laughs> us look hot. <laughs> they're great. Oh my god. And then fucking magic is over it. She's fucking over it. Magic makes a great captain. She is, but I love how she's like, there's so much cussing in this book. Yes. I love when she finally gets to back to Kakoa and she's like, hey, we're fucked, so let's get some fucking psychics. I need every fucking <laughs> psychic. I'm like, she's just cussing so much. She says I thought these ladies were so fucking rad when they showed up and Cuisinart that alien, but obviously they suck so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I love when Angel can just be Angel. You know what I mean? Like, no, like, dark Archangel stuff. Like, just... Funny Just dumb, good-looking Angel dealing with some ladies. (sighs) Yeah, it's great. And that's the other cool thing, is we're seeing... The power of Black Tom. Is Black Tom Omega level? Should be shit. Because he's coming across as a pretty Omega level. Just the dust from Krakoa on Angel's wings was enough for Black Tom to teleport himself and form his body from the dust. A little little mini dusty pollen y. Which is awesome, but that's really fucking powerful. It's really powerful. powerful. Um, and then can he control, but can, does he have any control over the alien? Kotati plants? I don't know. I don't think so. He's only like controlling the gate, the Krinkoan gate, it looked like. But his powers, can he control, can he control any plant technically? Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. So I'm, they have the right people. Of course, horticulture, horticulture is going to be there for plants. Of course, uh, Black Tom Cassidy is going to be there for plants. Like, it's the yeah. right people doing this. And it ends with the only thing that's going to get Krokoa powerful enough to take over that plant is it feeds off psychic energy. So they need every psychic to show up at the gate. And, like, and it's so, and here's where I don't remember seeing Farouk. This was Farouk always here. On let's talk about that. So no, that was the thing that really surprised a, me. I was like, how yes. is Farouk there? Why is Farouk there? That seems like no. Like Xavier Bad. was like no. And and I bought, like they would resurrect Farouk. Like so did they resurrect him cuz he doesn't have a body, but then he had like some spider legs. Did they resurrect him and put him on spider legs? What is going on, no Brad? Uh, that might be like his psychic powers. Like Celine's riding a bunch of tentacles too. What's going on with her? Yeah. 
But Farouk, so it brought up an interesting thing online. Uh, there's a debate online saying, are Farouk and the Shadow King two separate entities? Or is Farouk the Shadow King? Oh, so you're saying maybe they brought back Farouk, but it doesn't have the Shadow King inside of him. Yes. Well. Sure looks like it, though. Yeah. I mean, who else? I don't know. I just found that. That like threw me for a loop, Brett, when I saw that. I was like, that he's there. The he's there. Fact, yeah, Comic Book Queers tweeted out like that was their reaction. It was like, wait, what is he doing there? <laughs> yeah, that threw me for a fucking loop. So I'm very interested to see the next issue to see what Farouk is going to do. But, but also there's Quentin Choir there. leading the cause. Where's yeah. Gene? How come? What's Gene and Rachel? How come? What, right. They don't have any fu- anything else to fucking right. do. Look at Quentin's shirt. Are you looking at the page? Yeah, I'm with stupid and it's printing <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> um I've never seen I don't I can't remember ever seeing Lady Mastermind and Dad Mastermind together. I'm I sure know, it's happening. right. Daddy. Are they British? Crazy. Are they? No. I can't remember. That's the problem when you only but read why? what they're saying. What is Farouk doing? I I feel these are... Oh, Brett, why do you need things explained? <laughs> <laughs> I need that explained. <laughs> why would you do that? Yeah, Farouk is like... And that's the weird thing. The fact that I feel Farouk is worse than Apocalypse and Celine. Yes. Part of it's because of Legion, the show. <laughs> True. But also, he trapped Xavier for... What mounted feeling like hundreds of years? Yeah. In a round, like I, if I was Xavier, I'd be like, "Fuck him!" Oh, we can't bring back Destiny. I can, if I was Mystique, I'd be like, "You can't bring back my wife, but you're bringing back fucking Farouk. <laughs> you're bringing back fucking Farouk. Fuck you! You fucking yeah. hate lesbians. You. What if that was their excuse? We'd be like, you know, we can't bring back lesbians. Oh, it looks like the vibe. They can bring back everybody except lesbians. Sorry. <laughs> She's like, I feel this is a lie. Is this because I'm a lesbian? I don't know. I don't know, Raven. Are you a lesbian? You've never told us. You never said you were a lesbian. (laughs) And she turns into a dude. She's like, look, now I'm straight. (laughs) Bring back my wife. (laughs) Oh, it's a lot of pressure. Having him on there. Speaking of that, I do wish they would re-retcon Claremont's original thing and make um, uh, Mystique the father of Nightcrawler. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. It makes no sense that... So Mystique... It makes no sense his name is Wagner. Yeah. But here we are. Whatever. Anyway. uh, X-Men. It was interesting that this... um, Empire X-Men is being written by the whole stable of X-Men writers. Like last week, it was written by Teeny Howard and... Hickman, this issue was written by Jerry Duggan, Benjamin Percy, and Leia Williams. Yeah. And it's Leia Williams who confessed that she's the one that threw Farouk on that last page. <sighs> Leia, you got... <laughs> Lucy, Leia, you have explaining to do! Um, just, is. just to throw a little side note, because I pulled up that YouTube clip of Superman 3, yeah. Um, just the first comment underneath it just says, 
Jesus, it looks like a whole bunch of us suffered the same scarring experience from this scene as a child. So apparently yes. every comment under this is, this fucked me up as a kid. That's incredible. That's incredible. So if you're a younger person listening to this, just watch Superman. Watch the, Actually, just watch Superman 1, 2, and 3 and appreciate the Marvel movies for what they are. Yeah, Being like that Because that was kind of what we had for superhero movies. It was Superman. And it basically until Batman came out in like 1989. And then that changed the game. That changed the game. Then X-Men came out. That changed the game. Mm-hmm. But Superman, oof, it's, they are not good movies. Wait, and that, that Superman 3, it also had that scene where uh, Clark Kent fights bad Superman or like good Superman fights bad Superman yeah. in that junkyard. And doesn't he throw... Clark Kent, like, in a trash compactor? Yeah, Like, that traumatized me, too. (sighs) And then Super 4, Superman 4, was just traumatizing me because it was just so bad. Yeah, that's the one I... (laughs) That's when I really knew was a bad movie as a kid. Um, But I did think Nuclear Man was real fucking hot, though. True. Sick body. Well, it looks like we stopped talking about X-Men's and we're talking oh. about other comics. So maybe we should get a comic. <laughs> Hit it. You gotta get a comic if you want to get ahead. Ah, comics. There's comics, other things um, going on besides X-Men. I mean, we really don't care. A lot. But um, we have some stuff to talk about. Everything is plant-based. Not everything. It's the vegan age. <laughs> um, I have some... Uh, let, let's... Yeah, we're speaking of plants. We, st- we were talking about Empire X-Men. Let's go into Empire, just the regular yeah. comic. Because yeah. that has a huge gay twist at the end. Huge reach around at the end. Yeah. From one man to another. Um, so it looks like what's going on is Teddy is like, hey, we're going to set up. What's the thing called that'll blow up the sun? The pyre. The pyre. He's like, let's set up the pyre that'll blow up the sun because we need to save trillions of lives and not and fuck the billions of lives on Earth. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Captain Marvel and uh, who is she with? Thing? No, who is she with? Uh, it is Thing. Thing. And they're all uh, like, huh? <laughs> they're like. This can't be you. They're like Teddy. And he's like, please call me Derek. And I'm thinking it's just the the grandmother. Right? No, but they said that they Oh, it's did... not Thing, it's Johnny. It's Johnny. Oh, it's Johnny, Johnny Storm. But then they did a, um, a DNA... But can't Skrulls go down to the DNA level? Right? Isn't that what Secret Invasion... Yeah, because they were like, on? let's do... We want to do a DNA sequence analyzation. And they're like, no, it is Teddy. But I was like, I thought Skrulls can pass that. So I'm wondering if it is the grandmother who's yeah. pretending to be the Kree is now pretending to be Teddy... Like this wasn't there this another instance of their like like the same thing with She Hulk like Teddy basically was off camera for a while like yeah where's Teddy he's sleeping and then he comes back he's like I'm totally different now and it's then She Hulk yeah She Hulk is uh, dead <laughs> she so we find out when She Hulk was taken to go get her her hammer her axe whatever and then she started talking all normal from it it's because she was killed. <laughs> And taken over by a green Kotati. And can we have a little side 
note about She-Hawk in the MCU? What? You haven't heard who they're that who's in talks right now? It's not official yet. Oh, is it is it Allison Brie? Allison Brie. Oh, that's old news. Oh yeah. They've been saying Allison Brie for so long that I think it just like has to happen now. I I how do you f- I feel she's so small. <laughs> I <laughs> Yeah. I feel she's too, but then at the same time, it's one of those things like, but then how do you, I guess I I would rather them get a big wrestler type woman, like the girl from uh, Deadpool. What's her name? Yeah. Yeah. And the friend uh, Mandalorian. And then just do, yeah. And from Mandalorian, I'd rather it be her and then just pull a Captain America one and just put her head on like Alison Brie's body in the beginning until she gets <laughs> until she gets oh, the blood transfusion yeah, yeah. and then her real body shows up. Like I'd rather do that than have the skinny white girl and then she's going to show up as She-Hawk and just be CGI'd. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Don't it's it, it would be cool if they did it like the old TV show where you had two different actors and so you had Allison Brie as Jennifer Walters and right. then Gina, whatever her name is um yeah. as the as She-Hulk. That'd be that'd be fun. Oh, Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno should just be She-Hawk. Is he still alive? Yeah. <laughs> he is. And and um, he's a trans woman. So it works. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. I would love that. Um, okay. So She-Hawk is dead. So that was, it was one of those things where it's like, I feel like if you're going to kill She-Hawk, you're not going to do it off panel. You know what I mean? It oh, just, yeah. There's already announcements about... Um, there's going to be an immortal She-Hulk book. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's going to be the same. Like what's going on with Hulk is that Hulk is not killable. Oh, so she's um, going to, she's going to probably barf up the plant and then reform or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Cause she has like the, she has a plant inside. It's weird. She like kind of barfed the plant up and then it was like talking. Ugh. It was very gross. It was very like, it was Akira. very gross. It was, it's it was very, very Akira like, looking. It was very, um, have you ever seen Superman three? That scene <laughs> where the lady, <laughs> throws up all the robot parts <laughs> this episode is brought to you by superman 3 <laughs> specifically vera oh vera. my god uh clearly um, the lesbian yeah. character oh my god another comment i'm just it just says doesn't he look like the cures robert smith that's what i just said i swear to god i'm like on the same oh. <laughs> I want to be friends with everybody that's watching the Superman 3 clip. Seriously, we all have something in common. All right, so Empire has some... It's clearly that's not Teddy. Clearly She-Hulk is not dead. So these twists in the end are amount... You know, a bunch of sound and fury signifying nothing. Yes, but I do like how it was confirmed that that's not Teddy. They went to the expert. yes. The guy who's the guy who feels the guy who's been inside Teddy or Teddy's been inside him. I guess is is I feel it's too stereotypical to say that uh, Wiccan is the bottom and Teddy is the top. You always think the big one is the top. I know that's not always true. (laughs) To rest, not always true. No, Um, but anyway, uh, Wiccan is like, oh, that is not my Teddy because that is. He sees a video. Yeah, he's like, I know that is not Teddy because, well, it's not a video. He just psychically, he uses his powers to psychically see it. And then he's like, because that's not how my husband would act. What? Uh, Secret wedding. Secret wedding. Secret wedding that only the Young Avengers attended. 
And then if you cut away after this, there was two pages after this and then that they didn't include. And it was Johnny Storm being like, you're married? What's it like being married to a man? I always dreamed what it would be like to be with Dakin, but I know that can never be. Oh. Um, You know who else is at the wedding? If you look on the left. Who? The Rev and the um, musician is Alan Heinberg and Jim Chung. The actual people? The creators. Yeah. Oh. It's, they're drawn to look like them. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, super cute. Alan Heinberg married them. Aww. Yeah. But that's the one thing. Talk about killing. But, that, but mar- gay marriage is the just will make them so boring. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, so they announced there's going to be a one shot of the wedding. There's going to be an issue. Ooh. Maybe we'll get yeah. more bisexual Tommy and Prodigy making out. I hope so. And they'll be like, stop stealing my thunder. It'll be like that Friends episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, but you know, oh, I'm all wait. for gay. It's the first like double superhero gay wedding. Amazing. Yeah. Like two heroes, not yeah. a hero and some dumb human. Oh, uh, that is about to die. Anyway. He's probably um, going to die. Sorry, Kyle. Um, what were you sorry, Kyle. Say? Not Sorry. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, um, casting, other casting, this one's confirmed um, that Haley Stenfeld, Stenfield? Haley Stenfield? Stenfeld? Sure. Haley Stenfeld. All acceptable. Is Kate Bishop. It's official. Hawkeye series, going to be six episodes on Disney+. Plus. She's Kate Bishop. So if she's Kate Bishop, and we already have uh, Stature is an established character. Yep. If we got Stature and we got Kate Bishop... We clearly got to get Hulkling and Wiccan and then... Well, we've got Billy. I mean, there's a baby in WandaVision. Right. So that means, oh, so Billy is showing up. So we got to get these young, the young Avengers happening. Yeah. And uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Isaiah Bradley is a character. There you go. There, it's so all one would think Elijah. setting up. Come on. Oh, yeah. And then Doctor Strange Multiverse, give me, Miss, give me America. Yes. Give me America Chavez. Mm-hmm. It's all happening. Yes. I I'm t- it. calling it now. Ant-Man 3, Ant-Man and the Young Avengers. I am calling it. <gasps> oh, that would be amazing. Ant-Man and the Young Avengers. <gasps> oh, oh, and then young, we'll, get, we'll get young Loki. Oh, we'll get young Loki in Loki. Yes. And we'll find out that young Loki is Noob Master 69 from Endgame. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of young versions, this brings me up. I read Fantastic Four 22. Oh, which is it centers related? Yes, yes. It centers around while the Sue and Reed are, are helping, you know, fight with, uh, you know, the Katati and Teddy and like all that bullshit. They sent Franklin and Valeria to take those two little mini. Cree and Skrull, the oh, yeah. and children. They were like, you take them back home. But apparently there's this cult of Kung Fu worshippers of the Katadi that want to help the Katadi destroy the world. Um, and so that they huh. end up starting to attack everybody. And so they apparently, Reed Richards has a, tra- a secret tracking device on everyone that ever was once like part of the Fantastic Four. And so Valeria pressed this button and it caused a ringing <laughs> in the, all these people's heads. And like Wolverine comes through the Krakoan gate 
This was actually 21. I read 21 and 22. He comes through okay. Cocoa and Gay and he's like, what's this fucking ringing in my head? And then and then Peter Part Spider-Man's there and he's like, oh, I got it too. And they're both like, read fucking Richards. Mm. <laughs> and so they oh, show damn. up. That's not okay. Yeah, so they show up. Um, and of course, the scrawl is is like transformed into a tiger and then she's like attacking everybody like attacking the kung fu and wolverine's like i'll help and just stabs the tiger and then it turns into a little girl and they're like oh what are you doing she's the one you're <laughs> supposed to protect he's like i don't know it's a big tiger shit <laughs> so it's uh so that in the it ends with um there's it's clearly they're setting up that the the cree the little cree and the little scrawl girl are gonna have that hate to love kind of thing going yeah. on and right now uh they were like she contacts reed richards Blair and she's like only you only sent two and he was like well you only need two because there's the two of you and so there is a fantastic four so they're Aww. like we're part of the fantastic four and so now it's oh, spider-man wolverine valerian franklin are the earth's fantastic it. four right now so that's fun i love it it's fun that's super fun and it's, do you think the Korean Skrull are going to stay united because those two will marry the kids? That, I think that would be perfect if they, and their marriage is what ends up uniting them together. Yeah. I think cool. that would be great. Yeah. And that's the kind of big, bold move I'd love Marvel to make. Like, no, okay, now the Korean Skrull are one. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that for a while. Great. Let's do that for a little bit. Please. Please and thank you. Um... <laughs> I would like, um, I would like to know, um, what, uh, what else have you read? I have not read anything, but I wanted, I wanted more. And if I couldn't turn to books. Oh, I read something else. So we're not there yet. Oh, Wait, oh I didn't, I didn't make that note. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. I didn't tell you. I did read one last book, Brett. What? I decided I needed to read something gay. And oh. so I decided, you know, I'm obsessed with my Thai gay soap operas, my Korean dramas. I decided to dive back in. After reading Fence, we read that that Fence yeah. book. I was like, I want, there's hundreds of um, yaoi, which is, you know, gay oh. uh, romance mangas. And I was like, I'm going to read one of these little comics. And there's a new one that came out by Adako Mofumofu, which I love that last name. Um, mm. And it's called There Are Things I Can't Tell You. And there's something mm. that I can tell you, Brett. I was not expecting this yaoi has full-on, like, hardcore sex. Like, drawn, oh. hardcore coming in the butt, blowjobs. Like, I was like, oh, oh. I thought it was all going to be, like, curtains blowing in the wind for the sex scenes. But it was like, oh, this is, it's full-on hardcore. and It's, it's smut. It yes. sounds like it's smut. Yes, but it's just, like, the story of, like, the jock and the nerd mm. who, like, become friends but the jo- but the the nerd is like falling in love with him but it's told from the jock's perspective and the jock is like i'm in love with him but i don't want him to be a- but if we're gay that'll ruin his life so i'm not going to talk about my feelings and then it cuts to the other guy and the nerd is like i'm in love with him 
but he doesn't love me. And of course, in <laughs> Japan, no one ever talks about their emotions until finally, like after 10 years, they finally meet at a high school reunion and then just fuck. But then after Ooh. they fuck, the jock guy is like, I ruined your life. Never talk to me again. <laughs> and then and then it traumatizes the other guy so much that he tries to date a girl. And then basically it's just like emotional turmoil. But then they keep meeting up and having sex. And then after the sex, they're like, this was wrong. And then finally in the end, they're just like, oh, maybe we should just be wrong and just like do it anyway. And then they're like, yay. And I was like, oh my God, that was emotionally emotional roller coaster. Wow. I'm telling you, the Japanese people... There, these yaois would be if a lot of it. It's it's a lot of it. If it's just like, hey, what's act? What are you actually thinking? Oh, I like you. Oh, I like you too. The end. Like these. <laughs> Great, let's have a healthy date. These. If people just had communication, I think if people communicated properly in Korea and Japan, there would be no manga, no K dramas, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's literally just tell me what you think. But it's. I'm telling you right now. It's called, once again, There Are Things I Can't Tell You. It's drawn beautifully, and it's sexy, and it's poignant, and it's sad, and it's hot. And read it. Hell yeah. But I think we've done reading, and I think it's time to see some more, to see things. <laughs> that was bad. That was such a bad segue. I'm going to kill myself. It's a, it's a tough segue. We might need to rethink the segment name. It's it's. T- <sighs> It's tough sell. It really is. Uh, we'll think of Just a new a new music. song coming soon. New segment song coming soon. Hit it. <laughs> Suddenly Seymour. Okay, get it? Seymour. Okay. So, we've had two shows wrap up their second seasons. That's right. I Both think so. Weird, From what I read, this was the season finale of Doom Patrol. But yeah, I th- which but it, it I didn't, didn't expect. It didn't seem like it was the season finale, which makes me pissed off. Yeah. Yes, yeah, but dysfunctional no... families, you're right. These are both about dysfunctional families with powers that don't exactly work the way you want them to. I will say both shows ended on huge cliffhangers. Yes. One cliffhanger just felt it was too, almost too cliffhangery. Because when you have a cliffhanger for next season, it's kind of like this plot point has ended and here's the cliffhanger right. leading into the next arc. This Which is what Doom Umbrella Tr- Academy does. Yes, but Doom Patrol, it is like not even like this arc. It did not even come close to wrapping up the Dorothy no, Spinner No, quite the arc. opposite. Yeah. So with Doom Patrol, I think the only kind of resolution, quote unquote, was more the reveal that the whole passing down the tribal curse to of the candle maker to Dorothy was for Dorothy to be the one to Fight. ultimately destroy the candle maker. Yeah. So with the whole team out, she enters battle with the candle maker. Um, you never see it because it hasn't happened. It just ends. Yeah. And that's why I was kind of like, I really, I, I couldn't find a sneak preview for the next episode. It looked, from what I read, it looks like this is the season finale, but it really does not feel like a season finale. It feels like no, the next really episode should be the season finale. Exactly. And then, I was yeah. convinced there would be another episode, but evidently not. Yeah, so that, um, 
is but I will say Doom Patrol is is full of hits and misses. And it's not like it's ever bad. It's just when it's good, it's so fucking good. And then yeah. the other episodes just feel more fillery and are just like, eh. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally know what you mean. And also, like, it kind of depends which character arc it is. You know, like, all the Jane stuff I thought was pretty riveting. Yes. Oh, it's great. But then the gay guy, uh, what's his name? Larry. Larry. What's his negative man? Negative man. His I thought snooze. that was kind of weak. Snooze. Yeah. That was kind of weak sauce. I thought even the Rita kind of, like, journey to be a superhero was kind of snooze. weak sauce. Even the, yeah. the cyborg's relationship, I don't care. Romance, I don't care about yeah. her. Um, I do like uh, the robots thing with his daughter. It's kind of fun. Robot Man and the daughter. And Dorothy cool. Spinner is great. I, Dorothy was great, and Jane was great. Yeah, but I think a few characters were kind of sidelined. But I think that's where I want to talk about Jane f- for a second because I feel like she had the more surprising cliffhanger for me is that Jane is not the original host of all of her personalities. She's not the main alter or the, is it called the primary? The primary. Yeah. And uh, the original primary that took over for poor Kate after she was traumatized that actually got her out of the well and escaped is Miranda. And it looks like Miranda, Miranda in the seventies decided to find love. But apparently when you find love with a dirty hippie, he just wants to have a key party with his boss. This, I will say, put a very bad light on sexual freedom. Yes, it did. <laughs> and I, as for someone who... I have nothing against key parties. I am all for orgies. I do feel it put a bad light. But that being said, if, your friend, if you are dating someone that was sexually abused, maybe not throw an orgy and say she's... Maybe not have a sex party. <laughs> maybe not throw an yeah. orgy and threaten to break up with her because she just can't get over it. So it was kind of like, okay. So of course what happens is Miranda triggers Kate. Everyone gets triggered. They're like, what are you doing having this orgy? And it ends up forming. Do you think, is this how Jane first appears? Yes, I do. I think this was the origin of Jane. And so Jane appears and is like, fuck all you, you fucking bitches that are letting these guys take advantage of you. Fuck all you guys, you fucking dirty motherfuckers. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I'm punching you in your face. My name's Jane. I even called it. I was like, that's Jane. As soon as she started calling and then she was like, I'm not Miranda. I'm Jane. I was like, you go, girl. Yes. It was great. But then it cuts to the present day Jane stuck in the well. And who does she dig up? But Miranda. Miranda, and then of course, so who you you find out that the person saying they're Miranda isn't Miranda. Who is it? Who is it? Do you think she's a new alter, or do you think she's somehow? I was thinking that I, for a second I thought, oh, she's the candle maker that the candle maker never left. That's what I thought too. That she's somehow something but of then, Dorothy Spinner. I think she's something connected to Dorothy Spinner because she showed up I after Dorothy Spinner came into her world. Correct. That's what I think. Yeah. So the Miranda that came back after the Candlemaker attack that killed Flaming Katie and Baby Doll, that Miranda probably was never Miranda. That Miranda, Miranda, Miranda died a long time ago when she went into the well. Which is also horrifying that she just killed herself. Yeah. That's so traumatic. Ugh. I hate it when people yeah, die, who Brett. Is this? Me too. I really do. I'm sensitive. Um... So, yeah, so the whole team is taken down by the candle maker. They're all coated in wax after facing their imaginary friends. Um, oh, my God. The fucking paper doll cutout. 
that was Rita Farr's imaginary yes, friend, though. Yes, that was hilarious. Amazing. Amazing. No, also, what about uh, Robot Man's Jesus from Summer Camp, from Jesus oh, Camp? God. The imaginary friends his, were amazing. His vulgar, violent Jesus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the imaginary friends were amazing. So the team, yeah, took on their imaginary friends, which fun, fun. But I, it definitely felt like the penultimate episode. Yes. Now, we then, how did, how, how long did it take you to watch all of Umbrella Academy? I, like, probably three sittings. Me too. I did the first two, mm-hmm. the first two, and then I did three through seven, and then I did eight, nine, ten. I did more like I did the first two, and then I did another two, and then I just stayed up late. Because it was, what by the, by the end, it was like, well, I gotta, fuck, I gotta keep on oh, yeah. going. Like, this show had me riveted. This show had me riveted. I was... I enjoyed this season kind of a lot more than I enjoyed last season. I, I love the first season, but I do think the second season is better. So I feel like it's 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 stepped up its game. It's also stepped up its budget. And I think this, I think if this season is a hit, I'm hoping the third, because the one complaints I've read is they're saying like, oh, some of the best possible scenes and the best use of powers are cut away from. Because because yeah. of like you can tell there's like budget constraints, and yeah. uh, and so I would love this to have like a bigger budget. But where do we even begin with this? Well, but where do we even begin? I mean, over so it was it's this is based on book two Dallas. Yes, and I was um, right. You were mad that I was spoiling something, and I was right. You were so right that it because that was very sad because they didn't have that 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 actual event happen. They took the line. That rumor said and put it in the beginning. Oh, I had heard a rumor. That was very savvy of you to pick up that they they tossed that line in to get it out of the way. Yeah. And did a whole different thing. Yeah. Because they're doing, and I, sadly, no offense, I like the books, but the show is a lot better than the books. Well, it's better to, like, so you, you said Vanya was in a coma for most of yeah. the story arc in the books, but here, they're not going to put Ellen Page in a coma. Yeah, and they're not going to give her another a big and, star. and they're not going to give her another male love interest. No, they're like, hey Emma, do you, we need to diversify this? Do you want to make out with this girl? And she's like, fuck yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to make out with hell that girl. yeah. Well, you want and me to eat her out? I'll do that too. Trouble. What do you want? You want you want me to? And they're like, no, they're like, you don't. no, that's okay. She's like, no, I will eat her out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! No, it's okay. We don't need to do. Oh, she's already. In. Oh, she's already doing it. Okay, Ellen. <laughs> she's like, hey, I need to like show that that there are good lesbians named Ellen. <laughs> so, I, like, the arc with Vanya was great. She, you know, meets a woman who has a troubled child, um, who is somewhere on the spectrum. Uh, it gets very dramatic with the husband finding out about the lesbians and the kid. Well, the kid um, drowns and she revives him, but then actually puts her. Revives. But then when she revives him, she puts her powers inside of him, so they're like connected. They're connected, and then when she flares up, he flares up, and then when she comes down, he's still flaring up. So they have to go get save him. And that's what's so great about this is each. Remember, we always would complain about the magicians where everyone would be split off. In this episode, there were always certain members like, "Oh, now we're going to team up. Up, oh, and now we're going to team up. Up, oh, and now we're all together." 
They always were really they great. were always coming back together. It wasn't like, oh, now you're going to be separated for all this time. And I love that because when all of them are together, they turn back to like little children and squabble. And I love like the characterizations of all of them are so good. And that's like we have the lesbian arc with Vanya, but then Rumor has the whole entire like uh civil rights civil arc. rights arc, which is very, you know, prescient of like what's going on yeah. right now. Yes. So that was very powerful. And then you have uh um what's uh, what's the gay one's name? Uh Klaus. Klaus. Klaus is uh, leading this cult. But honestly, for me, the heart of the show is fucking Ben. The, the, with him and Ben. With him and Ben, yeah. but just Ben in general. There's one where- But just Ben. I love Ben. Where Klaus was like, he's like, let me take over. He basically just wants to say hi to his brothers and sisters. And he like won't let him. And after they all fought, they left and Ben was just by himself. There's one scene where he just goes, I miss them. And I was like breaking my heart. And then yeah. finally Ben is able to like, uh, possess Klaus and he's able to uh, finally talk to some people but then there's uh, I didn't, it's so much Five is great um, the new character the Indian girl I love her oh I love her um, I gotta say Five he I think Five is one of my favorite TV characters of all time I like I love every second of that character I love the actor. I, like, did you know he's I, a singer? I, that he has like an album no. out, and his tour was canceled. No, I love him so much. Like, he's his delivery. Like, he's just his characterization. Like, it's just so funny and great to me when he gets angry. I love what's his name, the actor. I love watching him. Yes, get annoyed. And this is and the like, other genius. The actor who played the older him was yeah. acting like him. Just acting just like I was it. like, oh, this is so good. I and how will, being near each other. But have you noticed more and more? that they were how they have to do? They were doing some uh, Lord of the Rings style angles. Oh no! Because he's growing. Because he's going. He's he's growing oh, yeah. too much. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling because oh, so, yeah. I just saw the interviews with him now on Entertainment Weekly, and I was like, oh, he's full-on gone through puberty so they yeah. if they're doing season three they need to they need to do a little retcon of like oh when you went through here you aged a bit they need to do something because there's like there's no way yeah. like he's way way older the whole i'm not i think i'm so mad work. it's like the walt issue from lost yeah like they never brought walt back because he aged but i'm like this show is about time travel like you can easily explain oh, yeah. why walt all of a sudden looks Manish. Well, yeah, that's yeah. That, they always just have to be like, "Oh, look! When you came through this time, you aged a little bit, <laughs> right. and then you're done." Right? Like they just need to do something like that. Ta- yeah. But um, I do. Yeah. But this is, ah, uh, it all leads up to this twist at the end, setting up for season three. Which oh, see, I'm this. I am so excited for this show to come back. I'm so. If they're like this show is canceled, show I will kill myself. I want season three now. Like that that was the best setup to a, a, a subsequent season because I've ever ben, seen. Because they can't reach Vanya when she's like basically like seizuring her powers. So Ben goes possesses her to save her. And it's when he finally decides to go to the light and 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 go to heaven or whatever. And I was like, 
I don't want him to die. He's one of my. He's so. He's one of my. He's so hot. He's one of my favorite characters. Plus, I think his powers are so like someone that's so nice. So cool. And his powers are the most eviscerating, deadly, disgusting. You know, it's like such a cool thing. But so I was so sad to see him die. But then I was like, hey, this is time travel. There's no way his character. This is the end of his character. So I had it in my head that it wasn't the end of his character. So when they finally go back to the present, and as soon as five is... No, no, number two is like, why is his... Why is Ben's picture... Or maybe it was Klaus who said, they're like, why is Ben's picture up here? I screamed. I was like, yes! I started screaming because I was like, yeah, he's not dead! But not only is he not dead, right? but the fucking dad isn't dead. And does that mean, does that mean the monkey isn't dead either? The monkey may not be dead. Um, the great thing about Ben, though, is it's not Ben. It's not clean cut, beautifully quaffed. No, ben. It's, it's gothy like K-pop. Emo, dark. emo K-pop <laughs> yeah. Ben. Yeah. But wait, the other great thing is the name of the school and what that suggests. It's no longer the Umbrella Academy. It's the Sparrow Academy. And we've seen earlier, right. we are now, it's been revealed that... Um, Mr. Hargraves, the leader or whatever, he is the leader of the Umbrella Academy. The dad is an alien. Yes. Oh, that was crazy. Yes. <laughs> so he's not even human. Um, but the thing is, is you had to think if he started the Umbrella Academy and they show up and fuck with time and they're like, hey, we're your kids. He then knew them. And then I think he was like, oh, I'm not doing that again because they're all a bunch of fuck ups. Yeah. He's like, no, you're not. Didn't he say, like, I was waiting for you to come back? He's like, you're not you're not my kids. This isn't your home. So we see Ben Um, show up all evil looking. Yeah. And then above him are the other Sparrow students in silhouette. Do you think that's their their doppelgangers or do you think it's all new people? No. Think about why it's called the Sparrow Academy. Why? 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 Who is always holding a sparrow? Who? It's Harlan. Oh, right, 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 right. It's Sparrow Academy because Harlan, who was given powers at the end, was holding a sparrow as a kid. That's right. That's that right. Toy. You know what? I knew I, I in my head, I was like, when they saw that he still had powers, I'm like, oh, when they grow up, he's going to be crazy powerful when they show yep. up. And actually, I originally thought they were going to show up and it was another apocalypse. And then there was Harlan, like, murdering everybody like Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> that's what I thought yeah, was going to close. be happening. Um <clears throat> But then, but that's, but who are the other people? Do you think it's them? Do you think it's doppelgangers of them? I don't know. Or maybe, maybe, or maybe he like picked other, other ones. kids of the kids. And that they did, they set up that there's, wait, we never thought about it. There's probably a lot of others out mm-hmm. there. He just picks different ones. Did, where did the, but then the, the Indian girl, she just, she just went off on her own somewhere. I think she so. just escaped. She yeah. took a briefcase and escaped on her own. I think. Yeah. Lila. Yeah. <sighs> it's so good. It's yeah, it was so good. Really, they did the family dynamics really and well. And they, they, this season, they also, because like number one is now just so goofy and stupid and just is like, I don't really yeah. know what I'm doing. Like he's yeah. adorable. He's so cute. So cute. All I'm oh. saying though, the, I my one main complaint, and do you know what my main complaint is? Diego's hair. Diego's hair. How do you know? Diego's hair 
was <laughs> awful. Wait, is it really? It's, yes, that was no. That's exactly what I was going to say. His hair, because yes, he mine too. is so hot, and the, I could not stop laughing when Klaus was about to go. Where he was like, he's like, I'm going to go if I don't. He's like, if you don't come back, there's one thing I want to tell you. He's like, wait, who does he? He's like, with that hair, you look like Antonio Antonio Banderas. Oh. With long hair, you look like Antonio Banderas. Thanks. It was so fucking funny. All right, go get him. But here's the next thing: is they made Diego's powers so much more powerful oh and so much more fascinating and of course it goes with what his powers are like did it take you a second yes. to realize how he was doing that or did you like, get it like right the away second no what was when like the bullet stopped i was like wait i was at first i thought it was vanya behind yeah him. but then when he redirected all the bullets i was like but oh, he redirected all the bullets he, you're like oh shit he can just he can just redirect any projectile and i was like that makes so much sense because you just think oh you can hit any target what a brilliant expanding of his powers yeah oh god this show is and and fives also that five could like go back and you know redo a few seconds of time yes rather than just time travel he can actually make it go backwards Uh, because that one where they blew everyone and murdered everyone i was like all right what what, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, no, I thought, I was like, oh, oh my God. This show is so fucking good. Who's the actress that plays the handler? Didn't she have her She's, own show uh, on ABC? She was on, uh, she was um, of private practice. Wasn't, yeah. And she was yeah, in yeah. Uh, Grey's Academy. And then they gave Grey's her, a, her own spin-off. Grey's Academy. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Didn't she have a spinoff of Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, probably, it was called, wasn't like it called Private Practice? Wasn't that what it was called? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay, yes, yes. She's great. When you said when you said private practice, I went to the practice. Oh. Um, she's great. Although people are getting angry. Have you seen that? Where these people no. are saying that the show's anti-Semitic. Oh no! Why? Because the handler is Jewish, and there's times okay. where she says like Yiddish words, and they're just like, "Oh, that's like stereotypical, making the Jew the villain." <laughs> oh. I was like, wait, so a Jewish person can't ever be a villain in anything? I, I missed that whole thing that she's Jewish. And I missed that whole thing. Yeah. But no, people are getting mad saying it's anti-Semitic. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like anyone can be a bad guy. I think just make yeah. just because someone's a bad guy doesn't mean that that we think all of that race if, is a bad guy. Like if, they made, if someone ever made a gay a bad guy, like in Birds of Prey, I'd be like, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm all Hell for yeah, it. we're the bad guys. Because well, we are. <laughs> Yeah, because okay. <laughs> we're evil and going to be sent to hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct. Anyway, so if you haven't watched Umbrella Academy, you don't need to because we just spoiled the whole fucking thing for you. But it's Fuck yeah. fucking. But still watch it. It's so fun. And I will say, Netflix does a really bad. They usually. This is my complaint for what was that Charlize Theron abortion? What was that one oh, called? Oh, the old guard. The old guard. They spend so much money on the actors that a lot of times the direction is not up to par and umbrella academy the direction and the camera work and everything is good 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 it's great stuff (sighs) so good i'm tired brett oh my god me too i'm so tired i had a glass of wine it got me unusually buzzed (sighs) over the course of this i need something new like i want something new to watch now though that, um, that Umbrella, Academy, Umbrella Academy season three, it just please. Like, I, it just like put a thing. I'm like, oh, I need to watch something superhero-y. But Doom, Tro- Doom Patrol is over. 
Where's some WandaVision? Come on. I know. God damn. Can you imagine? I need this MCU if, back. If the pandemic didn't happen, we would currently be watching WandaVision. We would currently be watching uh, uh, Falcon. Falcon. We would currently have se- we would have seen the new Mutants movie. Ah! We would have seen Black Widow. Yes, we would have seen Black Widow. Fuck you, COVID-19. You're ruining so my mad. superhero viewing. I'm so nervous viewing. that the MCU is just not going to happen anymore. I'm so nervous. No, it's gonna. It has. It's gonna happen. It's too much money. They're not gonna give up that money. What are you crazy? Oh my god! All right. Well, next week I'm looking at what X books we have. That's some X. We're gonna have Empire X Men number three. We're gonna have X Force, and we're gonna have Marauders. Please bring Kitty back. It's the issue with the Kitty in the um, vaginal coffin on the cover. With Emma and Storm putting her out to sea. Oh my God, Kitty in the How vaginal Kitty in the vaginal coffin. That's like I just it feels like it's like a Nancy Drew diary. Nancy and the vagin Nancy Drew in the vaginal coffin. Um, People say that Hugh Jackman as Logan was the best casting in the X Men movies. I disagree. I think it was Ellen Page as Kitty Pride. Ellen Page as Kitty Pride. Yeah, I thought she I was great. Was Kitty Pride. I thought she was great. I thought she was great. Um. Yeah. I have seen uh, what's the guy from Kingsman and Elton John? Oh, that he's going to be that the they're new saying Wolverine? he might be the new Wolverine, and he's short and yep. beautiful and hot. He's not yep. hairy enough, but you know, whatever. It's all right. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I would love that. I also would love if there was no Wolverine for a while, and it was Aurora Monroe was our. Oh, do you know some people are now saying the girl from I Will Destroy You and Chewing Gum that she should be Storm. <gasps> huh? Michaela, what's her name? Michaela Cole? Yes, oh, I'm 100% down for that. Oh, I love her so much. Yes. Anyway, so I'm I tried watching I May Destroy You. I can't, like, I can't. I need to watch it, but yeah, I need to watch it. But but you said you have been watching it, or you? I saw the first episode, and I was like, I can't. Well, yeah, it's for me. It's like okay, it's I'm gonna. I want to be emotionally traumatized and cry for a bit, and then I'm like, not yet. (laughs) So I keep on holding off. Not yet. Everyone says it's amazing, but it's like it will scar you because it's it's very emotionally raw. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Guys, anyway, keep keep listening. And if you like us, please subscribe to us. Please leave us comments. Please tweet at us. If you want us to read something, uh, tweet at us. If you hate it, if you hate us, tweet us. If you think I'm annoying and you wish it was just Brett and I'd be fired, let us know. And then you can hear me cry about it. I'll get my feelings hurt and I'll cry. And then Brett will be like, well, you know, toughen up, you faggot. Like, it'll be great. Uh It'll be great. I say that before every show. That's the pep talk I give <laughs> Evil Jeff. Right before we start recording, I just yell out, Tough it up, you faggot. Okay, welcome to... Um, because that's the thing, is like, we live in a queer world. Like, the world is queer, and you're just living in it. Because I hate to break it to you, but if you read comics, well, then that makes you... Queer. queer. Wait, don't end the show yet. Okay. Late breaking news. I'm on our Twitter and somebody named, first of all, this is why I have to say it because their Twitter handle is drink your juice, Jelby. <laughs> wow. He's awesome. And they just tagged us and said, thanks to comic book queers, I will always read Nanny's voice as Fran Drescher. 
See, look, go. look at we're the good we're doing for adding society. Value. <laughs> we're adding value to society. <laughs> to comic bookdom. All righty. Well, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>